When we are watching the news or reading the newspapers, we can really become depressed because we are facing an existential crisis of climate change and biodiversity loss. But we can do something to slow down these effects and turn the tides. In this podcast, we will learn from fellow change makers, people who are changing the world, who are pioneering and brave to make things happen. On today's show, I will be interviewing Bernice Kampuis. She inspires me as she is the founder of an initiative called Struikrovers, Bush Bandits in English. It's a movement that is growing rapidly across the Netherlands. Bernice is a real thought leader as she has many different roles related to climate. She is also the mayor of climate of the city of Eindhoven. And despite her success of Struikrovers, she is now experiencing a new challenge related to scaling up sustainable initiatives across the country. Listen to Bernice and get inspired to come into action. Hello, Bernice. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Could you please briefly introduce yourself? Yes, I am uh, Bernice Kampuis. I live in Eindhoven, a city in the south of Holland. And I'm uh, initiative, uh, one of the initiative persons. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> my English is a li- little bit uh, rustic. Um, but I am one of the founders of uh, Stichting Struikrover. Uh, it's a foundation um, where we save plants from destruction. And the English name for struikrovers is uh, bush bandits. So we mobilize communities to save plants from uh, from death. Okay. And what is the reason that you started uh, the struikrovers movement? It started very nearby in my own neighborhood. It's a neighborhood initiative because I was living in a neighborhood that was completely demolished for uh, new buildings. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw the most beautiful plants in the gardens that were completely destroyed. So I mobilized my own neighborhood uh, at first and we saved a lot of plants that uh, are still living uh, strong and uh, are growing older. So it started really nearby in my own neighborhood. And how many people were involved? How many people were on board during that initiative? The first time, I think, uh, like uh, 20, 30, 40 uh, neighborhoods. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, like, so what did, what did you do to mobilize them? What, what was your magic? Um, I always start from where they are already present. So I um, use the um, uh, communication lines of uh, exi- existing uh, places mm-hmm. uh, so I am there where are they already present uh, a lot of talking about it meeting people uh, writing about it uh, posting it in the neighborhood papers um, mm-hmm. yeah I've tried to do it on a grassroots way so people really know that they can join but it's really uh, like a small and simple initiative to to join okay okay and how how when, when did this happen? Was this like five years ago or 10 years ago? How long ago was it? Um, I think the, the, the first action in my own uh, neighborhood, the first action I did in 2014, um, yes. it, when I just came living here, 
uh, me and my boyfriend uh, saved some plants for our own garden. And when the next phase of destruction was coming, it was 2018, that was the first uh, community action. Mm. And since then, a lot has happened. Can you, can you tell us about it? Yeah, I did some research when I was done in my own neighborhood and I uh, noticed that it's a very big problem in Holland that a lot of nature is being destroyed because of uh, destruction sites, uh, renovation, uh, when there are uh, roads built, all those places where we have to build something new, there is already green and nature present. Yeah. And there was not a solution for that. And I had and, and how a, big was that problem? How big is that that nature that is actually being destroyed at that moment in time? Uh, have the any University numbers? of Amsterdam did a research only in Amsterdam in a few years, more than 600 football fields uh, wow. were lost because of yeah. uh, new, uh, new buildings. Um, so if you, yeah, take the whole of Netherlands, it's, it's a lot of hectares of, uh, yeah, worthy biodiversity and, um, and, and nature that is being destroyed. And what happens then if like new buildings are coming there? Do people always buy, go to the intratown and, and buy new stuff or how does it work? Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, a, uh, it's difficult when the buildings are finished to make it mm -hmm. green again. Um, yeah. In my own neighborhood, it, it went silent for a few years. So there were no birds to hear. Oh. Everything was gone. I like everything yeah. is, uh, is away. So um, yeah, there, there is a lot of talk about uh, nature inclusive buildings, mm -hmm. but they only focus on what they can uh, put in after they are done. And we would like to make a difference in the system to yeah. prevent what there's already there because yeah. you are talking about nature that is very old uh, old trees old plants and who, how older nature is how more uh, precious and yeah, how more um yeah how more value basically it has more value, right? if, yes, if you think yeah. of having a small seed and then having that grown and nurtured and having a big tree which maybe stands there for 550 or 100 years there's a lot of energy and a lot of uh, yeah, effort that needs to go into that. You can't, if you didn't eliminate it, it's, it's value is gone. Yes, and I re recovered that there is a fault in the system because there is a law in Holland that mm -hmm. um, uh, plants that are um, uh, endangered and yeah. very old trees, they have to be um, reserved. Reserved. Um, but everything that comes between it, they have no rights. So you don't have to uh, replace them or save them or um, uh, put them on the place that they are, just preserve them. And that's what we what would like to do, that, um, that all the plants that have no rights mm -hmm. in our law system still uh, will be saved. And yes. especially with the people in the com with the community that lives around them and also uh, yeah i think neighborhoods needs green places there are so many um researches done with the com with the uh, combination of health and a green yeah. surroundings and 
we are happier in a green surroundings, but we also need it because it's drier, it's hotter. There are a lot of the biodiversity collapse. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to preserve all the nature that we have, especially the old ones. Yeah. And and how successful is Struikroof at this moment? If Yeah, what I find is really cool that it started with, with my heart in my own neighborhood. And the first two years, I was driving through the whole of Netherlands to organize this, uh, yeah, struikroof acties. Uh, yeah. I mobilized yeah. a lot of bush bandits that was was saving all those plants. Um, and we are the the party that are opening the gates and uh, letting people through to save the plants. And we also um, do it in opdracht. How do you say in? Um, Yeah, did you have like a, a sponsor or somebody who's uh, giving yeah, you we, the we are hired. We are hired by the housing company or the building company to save the plants. So we have like a little bit of a business uh, element to it because it's mm -hmm. not volunteer work. We do it properly with okay. community-based. It's a community-based project. Um, but I was driving through Holland and it was it. I could not go any longer uh, with this because... Everybody that I told that I tell about Struikrover, like we save plants with communities, say, yeah. oh, wow, that's a good idea. Nobody is against us. Or no, and a lot no. of people are um, questioning from why. Why don't we do that already? How is it possible so, that we destroy all those uh, all those plants? It, it's um, like a no-brainer to do something about it. Is that it's it? like a no-brainer? Yeah, of course. We, of course, we have I don't to think, say that. and and I don't think it's only a no-brainer because when I first learned about Struikrove, I think it was uh, somewhere in March, April, and I just uh, quit my job at a financial institution and became a full-time entrepreneur. And I remember that there was this advertisement of Struikrove, and it said like, "Are you going to join the Bush Bandits?" And you also get an uh, like an, a complete training course of three, four days. You will be uh, kind of the spokesperson in your area. And that was like, it was very well thought of. And it was also, um, it was it had something like like something childish, not childish in, in a bad sense, but like an adventure mm -hmm. that you, it, it had something like a play or something. It, it really felt attractive to me at that moment. Although I was quite busy with my own uh, uh, entrepreneurial attitude to really set up my company, but I was really attracted to this idea. So what do you think about that? I think it's more yeah. than just a no-brainer. I think it has something to do with this this joyful uh, child way of thinking or something. Yeah, thank you for the compliments. I'm very happy that you uh, uh, saw it like that because that was our answer. Like we have to uh, mobilize um, the whole of Netherlands to join our in our mission. Yeah. Um, so we again uh, created the community a community of bush bandits community of struikroven that we um, have now 40 local communities that are responsible for organizing the actions uh, like in the neighborhoods with all the people to save the plants but also get it on the agenda of their mm -hmm. local um, governments Oh, yeah. uh, because we want to change the system. We want to make it the standard of every building construction or uh, changing plan in Holland 
that first we save the plants and afterwards you can build. Um, so I'm very happy with our group now. They are, and it was such a special moment during that first day. And I saw all those beautiful 40 anti yeah, uh, loving people that also just as I believe in this mission. And so, so they to, basically yeah. all responded to this, this advertisement that you made. This, yeah, this and a lot more. We, we even had to make a selection. How many people did reply on it and said, yes, yeah, we want to be part 50, of this? 50, 60, I think, so something like that. And we selected 40. And now yeah. we have more than 100 uh, people on the waiting list for a next oh, wow. version. Yeah, so our community wants to grow our... Yeah, and I... And now it's a, it's a it's a strange place I am right now because mm -hmm. now I get text messages of we are going struikrove in Den Haag, we are going struikrove in Amsterdam, we are going struikrove and I I'm not all uh, over the place. part of the whole organization, you know. But the impact is the same. So what I started in my own neighborhood is now being organized with other yeah. professional persons in the in the whole Netherlands and my role as an initiative um, is changing and it's also and, difficult because yeah. all the work that I am doing to make this like doing podcasts and doing interviews but also I have a lot of meetings and I'm I'm I'm, I'm joining events but I'm having a lot of different meetings with people people in the system to try to change the system yeah uh, yeah but I don't have somebody that is paying me for all that work. So uh, you're basically, you have the organization of, uh, of, of uh, initiatives, uh, like all over uh, Holland. Mm -hmm. um, so they're actually doing the Struikrover, the Bush Bandits, uh, they're doing the work basically. And you're more of the thought leader of the concept to change the system. So yeah. you're involved with politics, you're involved with, with having interviews and, and making this, uh, this this uh, initiative bigger and now you're you're kind of you could have some extra pair of hands or would you need some financial support in order to do what you do and and make it even bigger um yes because i am having the meetings with the uh, national parties yeah like they yeah. are doing it locally and i'm doing it nationally yeah uh, but I think it's it's difficult to, I'm thinking about getting funding or financial support, yeah. but they only want to support projects. But my projects are paid uh, yeah. in the markets, you know? Exactly. But, but my the work that I do is changing the system. But yeah. who is my, um, yeah, how do you say, opdrachtgever? <laughs> Yeah, I understand. It's like you want to change the system, which is kind of an holistic approach. And yeah. Yeah. what I what I usually do in my work is I bring parties together who are actually creating such system changes. But we bring parties together like politics, government, uh, like the governmental parties, uh, science, but also uh, businesses to actually make this change. We call that in, for example, green circles. And only through collaboration, you can actually really change the system. So have you ever thought of that, of, of kind of a collaboration on that level? 
Um, yeah, I, I'm very interested about that, but still I'm thinking who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay all my hours that I'm uh, investing in, 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 in my movement? Because I don't want to make you? money. I, I want to yeah. make impact and I want to uh, leave the world as a better place. So this is my, my life mission. But now I'm thinking maybe I have to stop with the whole uh, work nationally mm -hmm. and only invest in the local communities and do something else. Mm -hmm. uh, and what would you do then if you would do something else? Well, I have a new idea uh, okay. because I was at the Duurzame Dinsdag, uh, Sustainable Thursday. Uh, it's something um, I was in the government building of Holland mm -hmm. and I met a few other um, green doers or how do you say uh, sustainable idealists. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people who want to change the system by doing mm -hmm. and we all have the same problem for this we are all we are poor we are struggling we are mm -hmm. thinking about crowdfunding funding blah 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 we are all looking for money to do our good work yeah. and our conclusion was we work not for a company or not for a government we work for mother earth mm -hmm. she is our employer but mother earth does not has a bank account so we have a new project. Uh, we are having the first meeting today at four o'clock where we are thinking about starting um, a bank account for Mother Earth. So it is possible for all those uh, green doers to have like a basic income. Yes. To do good for, the, for everybody. I think she needs uh, her own voice and her own bank account. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that I don't want to make the financial needs only for the bush bandits, for struiproven. Yeah. I, think that, I think that the whole world should go from individual to collective thinking. So I'm, I don't want to do the same work as all the small initiatives are doing. Like writing to the same fondsen, um, uh, the same governments, the same... We are all trying to get money to do the good thing. Yes. So I, I, I'm hoping that if we can collaborate with each other and make a really big voice to empower Mother Earth and give her the possibilities to endorse the people that are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. uh, like the different projects, et cetera, that are actually making the world the world a better place. Yeah, but they don't have an employer because you, yeah. you do it for the greater good of all. It doesn't fit in the economic system we have today. It's impact driven. It's not, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's completely different. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking to, to get my time into this project and make a big event with all the green doers in Holland and get a lot of money on her bank account. <laughs> so I think you basically what you're, like, what, yeah. what you're trying to do is go from an ego-centric uh, way of view, you go to an eco-centric. Eh? You try to change yeah. the whole system and also use a system way of, of organizing. Um, do you Are you familiar with the Groene Afslag in Laren? No, no. Okay, that's that's 
uh, in Dutch, it's a place, place. It's like the where, like a, a collective, a very inspiring place where all people are going to change and turn towards a more sustainable uh, way of living or a more sustainable way of working. Basically, is that that's where the starting point is. So that's like a very inspirational place. So if you would have this event. Let's see if we can have it organized over there because it's a yeah. very, very nice place. <laughs> yeah, that would be so nice. Yeah, and the thoughts that are going through my head, like who is going to um, uh, to control her bank accounts? Who is who should be in control of the bank account of Mother Earth? Yeah, because is that she something where you all where you already want to think about, or do you first want to think about? Okay, but how do we do this what is it that we want to achieve and then first have that and then the more details yeah of course like it's all a it. part of the whole it's i think it's an it's it's an experimental thoughts mm -hmm. that we have and i would like to discuss it with a lot of different people um, yes. but i'm also thinking about who should the first thought that i had like the ones that should be in control of her own bank account would be the coming generations like how could it possible to to make a system that her voice is taking her but also the the the, the, the generations, yeah, the generations to, come. to come and yeah. how how could we do some something how like old that? is your daughter you said you had a daughter right yeah yeah she's just turning six okay that's and, still uh, quite young to actually be holder of a bank account yeah but maybe there should be i think uh, do you know eva rover she's very famous yeah. uh, becoming famous in holland uh burgerrade how do you how should that explain in uh in english yeah you can try yeah it's burger fora it's not the net not putting all the power in local government but putting mm -hmm civilians like uh, normal people that are living on this earth in charge uh, from all backgrounds so i think that would be a very interesting uh, element to yeah. also uh, connect with the bank account of mother earth exactly yeah. and, and so thinking think about it yeah yeah okay. so I, I, now and now i'm in a phase that i need uh money i don't yes. have money it's very difficult to get money and I don't want to get money only for my own initiative. I want to solve the problem for a lot of similar people. And if there are similar people listening to this podcast uh, and they are inspired or intrigued by it, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Or are there any qualities or talents or competencies or knowledge uh, where you're actually searching for at this moment in time? Um, the most important thing that we are looking for is donations on the back account that will be coming of Mother mm -hmm. Earth, but also people that are interested of thinking outside of the box, outside of all the systems we have now, yeah. and create a different, uh, a different way of, uh, yeah, make it possible for all those people that are putting all their blood, sweet and tears in making the world a better place, but are also poor and desperate and have stress and don't sleep and um, yeah, and also quit. They have to quit. And a lot of people in their present jobs want to quit their job to do the mm -hmm. good. But there's yeah. not a world already. But also, so Mother what, Earth what would you what would you 
recommend them to do? Because you made this change. Do you have any tips for them? Uh, because if they want to quit they, with their qualities and their talents, they can probably do a very good job. Based on your experience, what are the three things that you could advise them? Three things. Uh, first thing is um, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it is scary. It will be always scary. Yeah. Second thing is um, realize that you have to make sacrifices because you are changing systems and you, yes. there are, yeah, you have to make sacrifices. Maybe you have to uh, live on a different way, buy less things, don't have two cars. That, go that's good vacation. for the planet anyway. So anyway, it's a win-win. It's a win-win, <laughs> but it's, it, it, it does make changes in your standard of living. And the th third one is uh, do it with each other. Don't ever, ever, ever do something on your own. Always, always, always make it a collective thing. And that's your sweet spot, isn't it? To make it is, things yeah. collective things. And yeah. for people who are unfamiliar with that, what is the easiest way or the best way to, to really um, make this community or, or do this with each other? What is well, your... everybody, everybody okay. is a community. It's with your neighbors. It's with the people in your street. It's with the people on the school of your children. It's the people that you meet by letting out your dog. It's the people that you are doing groceries with. It's your doctor. It's your... We are a community. And I think that the world would change if we hold everything very nearby. Mm -hmm. First, change your own doorstep, change your streets, change your schools, change your Work. friends, your life, your family, before we go uh, even further. And that's why Struikrover just started that. And I think it's, for me, it's time to also retreat and give my time to my daughter and have the faith that my local communities that are doing the same in their own community is strong mm -hmm. enough. Yeah, so that you have like a big ripple effect. Yeah, isn't it? But yeah, local, 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 local. Yeah, you, you start local, but because of this local, it actually becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and it becomes yeah, but then but also in global. localness because yeah. they they are only investing in their local community and getting struikrove on the agenda. So mm -hmm. they make bush bandits in their own community alive, and and when we all do that, we are very big. Okay. I know that you are very busy and you have to have uh, uh, many important meetings at this, uh, this today. Um, what is your greatest reason for hope? Your last final closing words. I think it, it's, again, the community, because what we saw, what went on in, in Holland uh, during Corona, that there was a lot of help present, that people mm -hmm. were doing groceries for each other, uh, I organized for my own neighborhoods, like a walking theater. People were joining. I, I made a, um, uh, we were making things for each other. We are helping yeah. the elderly. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened in Corona. We were forced to change, but we changed together. And yeah. I think the power that um, our humanity and our love and care for our own community awakened and i hope that we can yeah hold it a bit a little bit together and don't invest everything outside our community and yeah 
have Keep some it close time. Yeah, stay close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Bernice. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my podcast. For more information on Struikropers or Bernice Kamphuis, I have added a link to the show notes. If you feel this podcast was interesting to you, then please review the podcast and share it with your network. So even more people can become inspired. By following this podcast, you can stay tuned for more inspiring episodes.